With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Today, I would like to uh, welcome my friend, Yvonne Marcus. It's Marcus, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just had a total <laughs> brain fart. I was like, oh, crap. Okay. All right. Today, I'd like to welcome my friend, Yvonne Marcus. She is a lifestyle blogger, a mother, and um, getting ready to launch a new exciting lifestyle coaching um, program. So we're going to talk to her all about that. Um, Yvonne and I actually met through a uh, fr- through the Boss Mom Academy. Uh, Dana Malstef, who's been a, a guest before, her uh, Boss Mom Academy. So welcome to the show, Yvonne. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stumbling over my words a little bit. Before we started the podcast, uh, Yvonne and I were just talking about how tired we both are. We both uh, were up late, late last night unintentionally. So excuse us if we both sound like uh, we might be drunk or something today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I think we all realize as we have children that keep us awake all night long, um, the lack of sleep often feels like you're drunk. Totally does. And it, and it has a similar effect on things like driving and all that stuff. It's hilarious. Exactly. All right. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself, your, uh, your life, how many kids, all that jazz? Um, so basically, I am a mother of one. He is 15 months old. Um, that's, a, that's a fun yet dangerous age. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's getting really smart. Uh, he was pretty smart when he was born, but now he's figured to uh, to push things and climb up on them to get to what he wants to get. So we've reached this phase of um, him being completely just crazy all the time. Because like, if you're not watching, he's off somewhere else, uh, and he's you know starting to learn so many words. So it's pretty cool because he's starting to put two and two together as to what's what. Yeah, um, communication so a, gets better. Yeah, it's a lot more fun because uh, you get to realize like what he wants. <laughs> yeah, that makes a big difference. That makes a big difference. Yeah, and, sorry. Oh, well, go ahead. And yeah, when I'm not with him and, and dealing with all of his craziness, I am working on the blog uh, or the podcast. I run Two Moms, One Podcast with my um, friend and co-host, uh, Raywin Sangari. Cool. Um, so, um, and that comes out like every other week. So it's usually not too chaotic to get into my busy schedule, but <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, exactly. And then um, on top of that, now I have the five day challenge on my website for helping busy moms to get out of the house on time, uh, which hopefully will help them to feel a little less chaotic. But if that doesn't, I do offer my full five-week coaching program. 
uh, which is set up to help them develop um, a way to prioritize their life, to have more time for themselves, their spouse, um, hobbies, <laughs> just things yeah. they like to do. <laughs> Oh, we talk a lot about that um, on our website, the importance of finding me time and trying to fit that into your schedule because, I mean, it really is important. It makes me sad when I hear moms talk about the fact that they never leave the house or they never do anything for themselves. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know how you function. Yeah, I moved cross country with a uh, four-month-old. Oh, gosh. Um, to a town where I knew no one. So it's been... Um, interesting trying to build those relationships because I think that finding mom friends is worse than dating. Do you? Yeah. You know, people will always say that they compare it to dating, but I'm like, I think it's so much worse. It's funny that you say that because I was actually having a conversation with myself in my head yesterday, which I do a lot <laughs> on, on this topic. And I was thinking to myself um, about how, so I, I guess maybe I was just really lucky. I fell into a really good group of moms that um, was started in the area of town that I live in. And we found, um, they started a meetup, basically. And um, people just started inviting their friends and it grew from there. But I was thinking yesterday, and it was infants and toddlers is the name of the group. So basically, if you have an infant or toddler and other, other age kids, too, you could be part of the group. And I was thinking yesterday about the fact that um, I don't have any infants or toddlers anymore. So I haven't obviously haven't been going to their meetings. Now my kids are all in school and um, and how I'm starting to fall out of well, there's some of those girls that I became truly genuine friends with that I will stay friends with. But most of them, I just they've just kind of fallen off. And I was thinking to myself as I bring this full around to make a point that um there's different seasons in your life and different people fit into those seasons differently and it's okay to let them go. I was feeling kind of sad about the fact that yeah. I'm not really friends with some of those people anymore. But then I was like, you know what? We did what we needed to for each other at the time that we needed each other. Yeah, um, exactly. But it's so, um, I mean, it's one of the things that like I learned when I lived in LA, like a lot of times when you go to like the park, you meet a mom and you kind of mesh really well and then yeah. you give them your phone number and then <laughs> you text once and one or the other of you doesn't text back. Yeah. Ever. And then all the drama. <laughs> Why didn't she text but, uh, me back? We had such a great connection at the park. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, but I think it's worse than dating because a lot of moms feel like you have to have the same sort of parenting philosophy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I don't necessarily think that you do. <laughs> I am pretty much like if my kid's at your house, then he's going to obey your rules and do what you want him to do. Um, obviously, if it's something that like I just really don't want him to do, he's probably going to say that he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> but it's I feel that most parents are really looking towards keeping your kids safe, um, yeah, especially when they're at their house. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just realized I was over here nodding my head vigorously, but people on a podcast can't see that. So yes, totally agree. I, I have the same kind of philosophy. Um, you know, I, I hope that most mothers feel kind of the same way that they're going to keep your child safe. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if he eats a little extra sugar at your house, what do I care? Exactly. I mean, it's not my house. <laughs> well, thankfully, I don't have kids that have any kind of like um, allergies or or anything major like that. So while I wouldn't pump them full of sugar and caffeine at my house, I'm not going to shame someone else for 
because they do have it. It's not like they don't have it. What am I talking about? They have it, but yeah, um, whatever. I'm I'm kind of like you know it's fine. It was one day in their life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so you blog, and your blog is the Dahlia Scene, correct? Yes, that is my blog. Um, so did that start before children, or was that, or did it start as a mommy blog? It did. It was really. It's kind of crazy how the whole thing started. I had an Etsy website. Um, well, not a website. I had an Etsy store. Etsy is the website, obviously, but um, it was essentially um, a crochet business where I just did dishcloths and um, mug hugs. Mm-hmm. But it's a really oversaturated market, uh, really, especially on Etsy. <laughs> the thing, the things I learn. <laughs> yeah, and on Etsy, a lot of people were charging like two dollars for four dishcloths, and I was oh like, it takes me. For four dish costs, it probably takes me eight hours. Mm-hmm. $2 is not enough. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was using 100% cotton yarn, so that's expensive. So I was like, I don't know how these people are making any money. And mm-hmm. why would somebody buy mine when they can just buy the $2 version So um, that was supposedly made from the same material? So I said, you know, I got to get out of this. So, but the blog was originally supposed to support that business because at that point in time, I was in a a group called Oh My Handmade Goodness. (laughs) Um, And they're a really, were a really fabulous resource for people who run handmade businesses. Um, And I still love all of those ladies and we still talk on a regular basis. But um, they were like, you know, you should start a blog because a blog will help feed people to the store and vice versa. So I said, Mm -hmm. okay, so I start this blog. And then I just was like, this market's not good for me. So I switched (laughs) over to uh, a lifestyle. Well, I wanted to do a DIY and food blog. So then Mm -hmm. I tried that for a little while and I realized that my photos just, our house wasn't conducive to taking good, well-lit photos of food. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work either. I was like, if I ever want to make money from this, these photos have to look good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then I moved into just a plain lifestyle blog, just describing things that we did around LA. And my most popular posts were restaurant reviews, Mm -hmm. uh, which I still love doing because who doesn't love food? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. So now I try and do my restaurant reviews from the going out with kids slant. (laughs) But, um, and then we moved cross country to Asheville. So we kind of documented that move. Uh, And then now it's sort of funneling into a place that's just a mommy resource Mm -hmm. because my most popular posts are like my labor playlist. Um, Not everyone is happy about your pregnancy, which is uh, about being cognizant of the fact that not everyone is able to get pregnant. Oh yeah. That's a great topic. And then um, my C-section posts because a lot of women are really traumatized by their C-sections. Yes, I was supposed to send you some information. I just remembered that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> next time next you do year. that, next time you do that, let me know. <laughs> yeah, because it was like a thing for me because my I felt like my midwife had lied to me because she told me that they were just I would go to the hospital and they would induce, and the OBGYN was like, uh, "You won't get all the way. Like you're at a zero, and if you're at a zero on the Bishop scale." Um, they don't induce you because you have to be at four or five to make it up far enough to actually deliver. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh my goodness. 
So I was so mad for like, I'm still mad. Like I won't even lie. I'm still mad about it now. <laughs> you know, we could probably go into a whole rant about um, OBGYN stuff, delivering babies and all that, because I, <laughs> I have some stories too. I, I mean, it's, it, so I, I see why that's a popular topic on your blog because um, man, Oh yeah. I'm, I'm angry too. <laughs> yeah. And I just like being able to put that information out there for women because especially like moms, because I feel like these days we don't build a community in the same way that we used to because we live further and further away from our direct families. Right. Uh, and on top of that, like people don't think about the fact that you actually have a community, like they don't communicate with preschool teachers and other mom friends, or we don't mm -hmm. go out and meet our neighbors as frequently. Well, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day because um, I have, well, we have the Lose the Cape blog and then I have my own personal blog that I do a lot of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I do a lot of advocacy and um, talking about uh, maternal health and child and infant health and um, all that stuff. And I was thinking about different posts that I could write that would be interesting on the topic. And one of the subjects is just like uh, to the same tune of what you're talking about, that we don't prepare each other well. And like, I would have loved to have known that when I went in for my first ultrasound, they were going to stick a dildo in me with a camera, <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I thought I was going to be having my tummy ultrasound. And I was like, what are you doing? That would have been nice to have been mentally prepared for. Then again, maybe it's better that I didn't know because I probably would have been freaking out the whole time about what was going to happen. But yeah, I wasn't prepared for postpartum, even though there's a bunch of bloggers out there talking about it now. Mm. There's a lot that they don't mention because like some of the symptoms stop pretty soon after you have the baby and right. then start again. And then it's like, oh my God, am I, is this normal? And so like, I'm on the phone with the OB going, is this normal? And he goes, yeah, it's totally normal. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. I know. It's crazy. Well, I mean, that's another thing that I'm a, a little bit um, irritated with the OB community is that I don't feel like they do a really great job of preparing you for stuff like that too. And I mean, I get it. They see a million patients every year. But when it's your first baby, you'd think they'd spend just a tiny bit more time kind of walking through some of those things with you, you know? Yeah, exactly. And or like I have a lot of medical background. My mom was a nurse. Uh, so growing up, I lived with two nurses. Mm -hmm. um, so pretty much everything was just walk it off. You'll be fine. That's you exactly never... how my mom was. You're okay. No worries. <laughs> yeah, it's like you never, if you're the daughter of someone in the medical profession or the son, you never get to go to a doctor. No, you're my mom's like, a nurse too, so I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're fine. I like had 104 temperature at my mom's. You're side. okay. Go to sleep. <laughs> take, take a cold shower. You'll be good. <laughs> They're so unsympathetic. <laughs> exactly. But, and that's the same way I am with my son. Like the other day he fell and he hit his lip and you know how mouth things yeah, are they like, bleed a lot <laughs> yeah and it's wet in there so it just drip strips and I was like oh my god freaking everybody in the room was like freaking out and I was like ah he'll be fine <laughs> to see how big this is <laughs> exactly right oh that's funny so then as you um oh I want I know what I wanted to ask you your labor playlist what what's that about so I have the top 50 songs I put on my labor playlist because I thought I mean we were going to be home for a good portion of my 
birth process Mm -hmm. Um, because we were going to a midwifery and we would just go there when it was time Uh uh, to really be ready to push. So I was like, okay, I want a really long playlist (laughs) because I don't know how long this is going to be. And I put some really funny songs on it, like Push It by Salt and Peppa. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. It's like, if you want to get stuff done, that's the yeah, song. That Exactly. That's been my <laughs> song this week, actually. <laughs> so I was like, that's the song. Like, that has to go on the labor playlist. And, of course, I put all these, like, really indie bands and, like, you know, bands that are kind of hot right now. Um, there was, oh, Kesha, Your Love Is My Drug. Um, and so I was going through this. Not in labor, though. I need a stronger drug than that. <laughs> And so I was going through the whole thing. And of course, like I put all this like cool music on there and my son comes out to, I won't give up by Jason Mraz. <laughs> I was That's like, wow. hilarious. I, and I love Jason Mraz. I have a, I have so many really great stories about that guy, but he's, um, so now every time Jackson hears him singing, he's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> I recognize that voice. So like, and he doesn't know why, like he recognizes that voice, but you can tell he has an association. That's cool. But, yeah, but the post is so popular because it's the number one Google search result. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I would imagine there's not a whole lot of people writing that type of post. I don't know. Honestly, Are- like I think Pop Sugar has one. Time Magazine had listed cuz Spotify created their own. <laughs> um because I think it's becoming more popular now. Like ladies are doing it more. Yeah. Um yeah. whereas like when our parents uh, and even like my cousins were having children, like that wasn't something they thought to do. No, and we didn't have music with us all the time. We didn't have Pandora and Spotify and iPods. Does anybody use iPods besides me anymore, or is that totally? <laughs> I, think I still have an are, iPod. <laughs> I think those are kind of out, but I don't know. I use I use um, I actually don't download music. No, I just live stream. I just stream music yeah. on my phone. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I just stream it or like if I really or if it's on Amazon Prime, we have the Alexa in our house. Uh-huh. Every time I'm talking about you, she hears me. <laughs> and so she starts trying to listen to what I want her to do. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, the same thing. We were I was on a call with Jacqueline um, on a conference thingy and she said she said my name and her uh, music turned on. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, having that. Um, and I did an interview with this like German guy about having the uh, the home automation through Amazon. And I absolutely love it. My son loves it. He learned to sing um, or he learned to say Barbara Ann <laughs> because uh, he really likes that Beach Boys song. Uh-huh. Walk over and stand under it and say, Baba, Baba, Baba. Oh, Bar-ba that's Ann. cute. <laughs> that is so cute. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's get back on topic here. (laughs) We're all over the place, but this is fun. I love it. Um, so, okay. So you are mother of one and, um, uh, what you are working from home with your child at home with you, correct? Uh, for now. Yes. He will start preschool in August, two days a week for a half days. Oh, that'll be fabulous. I think so, but I'm kind of nervous about it. He's never gone somewhere and learned something that I couldn't just like look out the window and see him. He has a nanny two days yeah. now. Yeah, okay. But I can just like look outside and be like, oh. Right, there he is. That's what I was going to ask you, how you get your um, how you get your work done with him at home all the time because especially at that age, it's not like you can 
ever take your eyes off of them. Yeah, it's mostly nap time, uh, mm-hmm. but I do have a nanny eight hours a week, uh, oh. which is not enough time to get all the things you need to get done. It's not. Actually, that's a topic on my podcast uh, coming out next week is why being a work at home mother is kind of the worst. <laughs> it's it's really challenging. Um, I was talking about this with Abby, our VA, because uh, she's at home with um, with three year old twins. And (laughs) yes, and they are at home all the time with her while she's working. And I was like, I don't understand how you accomplish anything. Because I'll tell you when my well, even so my four year old still makes it very challenging. I'm to a little bit better of a place with my nine year old and six year old, but um, the four year old still pretty demanding. But when my middle child was about three was when I really started picking up my blogging activities and writing and stuff like that. And she was not about letting me work. I have chapstick all over the walls where she took, she found chapstick and drew all (laughs) over the walls and it doesn't come off. I haven't been able to get it off. So yeah, things like that. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. Well, the the thing about my son is, is he can play independently, but if I have, I got rid of my laptop because I could never get any work done on the laptop because every time I pull it out, he comes and tries to pull off the screen and all that stuff. And so now if I have to go in my office, he's like trying to get into my drawers and he's pulling <laughs> yes. things open and shut and because he's not allowed in that room very often. And so it's always this, this curiosity. Yeah. Um, so he takes a good nap though. Like for a, until last month, he took a three hour nap every day. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's an hour and a half. Oh, not so nice, but still better than still nothing. Better. <laughs> it's exactly. so pretty good. Most of my friends are like, my son takes like a 45 minute nap. All of my children stopped napping when they were two. I mean, just done. Oh my goodness. Nightmare. They don't like <laughs> to sleep. None of them. <laughs> it's awful. Um, so uh, what would you say the most difficult aspects of being a working mom are besides the not being able to work when your child's awake? <laughs> Yeah, it's mostly trying to manage your time, but mm-hmm. I try and do my to-do list the night before. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it'll have 17 things on it. But a lot of those to-dos are like read for 15 minutes. <laughs> to <do or> to <laughs> him. Color in my adult coloring book. Yes. <laughs> if those things don't go on the to-do list, they might not get done. Yeah. Um, but basically it's just a lot easier to manage and, and you feel good about being able to check something off. Yeah. So he's not in school yet. So the mornings probably aren't quite as crazy for you as maybe for moms who are trying to get their kids up and ready and out the door. Um, but what time is the most challenging for you and how do you make it easier? Well, a lot of times it still is the morning because he doesn't, um, he, I have a lot of time, thank goodness, because this is the, the thing that he does now, is you go into his room and he's smiling and he's happy <laughs> and you want to get him out of his crib so you can change his diaper and take him down to breakfast. He's running back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and then he's going, bock, bock, because he wants a book Aww. in his crib. So you have to hand him like book after book after book. And then you're like, do you want a diaper change? No. Mm-hmm. Now he says the sweetest no I have ever heard a kid say. He just goes, no, <laughs> it's not. I mean, like all my cousins like use that very defiant. No, no. <laughs> when I hit that sort of like terrible two phase that starts at like 15 months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, 
man, I hate you. And but no, not my son. He's just like, no, I don't feel mm-hmm. like it right now. Thanks Cute. though, mom. <laughs> Appreciate so the offer. It, it takes like 20 minutes to get him out of his crib and get a diaper change and get him down for breakfast. Wow. You are far more patient than I am. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just because I have all the time in the world. If I didn't, if he had to go to school or if he had to be somewhere, like on the days that we have to go to music class, yeah. it's like, oh, you really have to get out of bed. <laughs> now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you mentioned um, adult coloring book and reading and things like that. So it sounds like you do a fairly decent job of, of making some time to um, – keep yourself together, but do you have any, uh, any particularly good resources that you like to share with busy moms that help you either manage your day or, um, or make sure that you're staying, um, I guess, balanced in your day? Yeah. I mean, the biggest portion of, of things for me is that we, um, we have Netflix and we have Amazon prime. Mm-hmm. So those things make it easy, especially Amazon Prime, because like I can order things from my Alexa home automation system <laughs> that need to come to my house. I can play music for my son who's going crazy while I'm trying to make lunch. I can right. put on, you know, a, a little bit of Sesame Street from the HBO Now app mm-hmm. uh, and let him watch that for a little bit of time. But for the most part, my day is um, a lot of him playing independently because he will. As long as I am in his eyesight, he has no problem. Uh, So I get about 15,000 steps a day just by walking up and down the hall (laughs) while he plays with his toys. Um, (laughs) And then during during nap time, I just go and sit in my office. Um, Luckily for me, my husband also works from home. Mm-hmm. So when I have calls with like Dana or, or anybody else, he can take care of the baby while I um, deal with that call. Yeah. Uh, and then I can go back out and relieve him and get him back to his work day. His company's out of England. So for the most part of his day, they are not working. Oh, wow. That must be strange. Does he have to get, get up at like two in the morning? No, he gets up and starts his day at, at 8 a.m. Oh, okay. But his, um, and then they are still working at that point. Okay. But um, so about the time we go on our uh, like 1 p.m. calls, uh, he is um, finishing up. They're finishing up their work day or have just finished up. Wow. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah, it's super sweet because he's able to, um, to be flexible. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, this is totally unrelated to, well, it's kind of related to your husband's job. Why did you guys move from L.A. to Asheville? Was that because of his job? No, we actually um, just wanted to have more space for the kid ah, mm-hmm. uh, and to have more house for the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we settled on five cities that we might enjoy living in. Uh Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, Lexington, Kentucky, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Um, And I can't remember what the fifth one was, but we went and traveled to all of them. Uh Uh, And except Portland, we didn't make it to Portland. He knew it would be too cold for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so we came over to Asheville and it was just everything we wanted. He really likes um, to deal with beer and home brewing and all those mm-hmm. things. And Asheville is beer city USA. Yeah. 
we really love food and it has a huge amount of um, chef owned restaurants mm-hmm. and, and a lot of variety. I think that we pretty much have every sort of um, ethnic food that you could want. Oh, that's awesome. For such a small town. Yeah. And it's very family friendly. Like there's familyfriendlyashville.com every day has the calendar and lists all the things you can do with your kids for the day. That's so cool. You know, um, we are going to Jellystone Park this weekend. Oh, fun. Yeah. And um, we were looking at the website and all the stuff that there is to do in that general area last night. And my husband and I were both like, this is where we'd really like to move to that whole Asheville, you know, mountain North Carolina-ish area. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good beautiful. To we live yeah. A little on the north area, north of Asheville. So we live oh. outside the city limits. We actually live in the county because, like, Weaverville is the city that's the closest to us, but we live outside of that city limits as well. We have a creek that runs through the front yard. And See, that's my dream lifestyle. Oh, my gosh. I love it. A little over – a little under two acres. Nice. Yeah, that's what I want. You can come totally. up to the apartment anytime you want. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We may be coming soon. Yeah, our basement. <laughs> our basement is uh, a full kitchen uh, and bedroom. Oh, that's so cool! So cool. Anyway, we totally digress there. So, um, if you could go back in time and give your pre-kid self one piece of advice, what would that be? It would probably be not to stress out about not being able to get work done, <laughs> because <laughs> in the first three months postpartum, I got nothing done. Right. There was no blogging happening. There was nothing because he didn't sleep. I mean, my child's always slept what they would consider through the night for his age. Uh So um, as a baby, he was sleeping in four hour stretches, which was fabulous because Mm -hmm. four hours at a time is, is a pretty good amount of sleep to be getting to get up and nurse for 20 minutes and then be able to go back to sleep for another four hours for the short term. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For months and months on end. It's not so great. (laughs) Yeah. And you still feel really exhausted because you're still recovering from, in my case, major abdominal surgery. Right. And so it's a whole process and, and you try and push yourself harder than you should. And then I was crying hysterically because I was like, ah, the blog's not getting anything done and people are going to stop reading and I don't know. What am I going to do? You have to be consistent. The photos have to be good. And my husband was like, chill out. (laughs) But of course, that period of time, you cry over everything anyway. Exactly. (laughs) It's just going to be crying. Yeah, I still cry all the time. So, um, what is your favorite thing to do for me time? Uh, I like a hot bath with my book. So I take my Kindle, we have a soaking tub. Mm -hmm. Um, so I run the nice warm bath, light a candle, get in, read my book, just chill out. (laughs) That sounds fabulous. It's only 1130 in the morning and I just want to go do that right now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and my husband is great because a lot of times he'll do, uh, bedtime so that I can. That's nice. Or um, we'll skip watching TV together that night so I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we try and watch at least an hour of television together a night just to sort of wind down. Yeah. Yeah, Plus we do the same. What's your favorite show to watch together? Uh, Daredevil right now. Daredevil. But I we just finished it. <laughs> We're into Game of Thrones. 
Oh, my husband's into that. I have not uh, watched it. Oh my gosh, I've read the books. Either. I haven't read the books. I have not read the books, but the the series was good. I wasn't sure if I'd be into it or not, and then I went to go visit my best friend, and she and her um, boyfriend were really into it, and I like binge watched like twenty episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so addicted. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what would happen. It's like if I got into it, like I would be just really into it. And I'm like, he's already seen it all and it's going to, it's still going. Yeah. So I think maybe once it's over, I'll go back and watch it yeah. then. I'm still trying to get through the last season of How I Met Your Mother. So, oh my gosh, I haven't, I haven't gone back and watched that yet. I, I want to pick that one up. But I stopped watching it for a while because I felt like it, kind of stopped being funny anymore and uh but then i it's like one of those things where they say the season's ending and you're like oh gosh i gotta watch it again <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and that's the thing like when the series is coming to an end you're like oh my god like the good wife the good wife was my favorite show for a while and i really wanted to watch it and then i missed a season mm-hmm. and i was like oh now i just don't i missed yeah. that season i if i don't catch up with it before the next season comes on i'm just gonna be done with that until it's over yeah, right. <laughs> and then it just ended. But the worst thing was somebody spoiled me about something that happened several seasons ago, I think. Oh, no. But I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I didn't know that happened. And then now they're t- they were talking about the series finale. And I was like, ah, I don't know. So now I have to go watch it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Yvonne. And I know you are on vacation. So as lo- as much as i would love to chat with you all day long uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll let you get we'll let you get to vacationing but uh before you go please let everybody know where they can find your wonderful blog and the playlist that i'm sure everyone's going to want that's having babies soon yeah it's uh, the dollyscene.com uh and if you want to find the labor playlist you can just forward slash labor playlist awesome uh, labor dash playlist but um and that one is like i said a really fun I mean, even if you weren't in labor, it's a pretty fun playlist. (laughs) Well, that's cool. Well, we'll link to your blog and to your um, podcast and all that jazz in our notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.